0: <laughs> Hello, welcome to The Honest Wargamer. I'm your host Rob. Welcome to Stream Street Day 300 and something. Uh, and I'm joined by Jesper. Hello sir, how are you? Yes, fine. Yeah?
1: Nice that you have me again.
0: Well, lovely to have you on the show. Um, I want to catch up with you, see how you are because I know loads of things are going over on over there at the minute, so it'd be nice to hear from you. I feel like I'm losing my voice first time I've actually spoken today turns out it's not that stable. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a good <laughs> lesson learned. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say hello to the Twitch chat. Thank you everyone for joining us live. I see you, Bobbin, and I hope you're super well. MJ Pegasus, let's go. Buckle the fuck up. Uh, Marty Ahoy, uh, Mr. Ho-Ho, hello. Diadrin, yes. Diadrin, have you finished your KO yet? Oh, actually, good question. Hi, um, high, hi on heresy. And I like that there's a real serious like black metal chat happening in the in the chat. Like, what their favorite bands are, which I can get super into later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello, Konstantinos. Uh, hello, from, uh, good day from Sweden. Uh, and oh, how's that? How do I? I don't know if you can see the chat, Jesper. How do yeah, I yeah, say I that? Which T-J-1? one? T-J-E-N-A. It's
1: like, hello.
0: Oh, hello. Sjana, Jesper. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, so Jesper's joining us from Sweden. Uh, been on the show before. Uh, which was lovely last time you were you were organizing uh, last time you were organizing your world cup event i correct. think and it hadn't actually happened or it
1: had uh, happened. it it had happened
0: it had happened it had yeah. happened yeah someone mentioned it uh, the other day we were we were doing coverage of uh, the copenhagen event and a couple yeah. of the guys that were playing in that had played had come up and played in the swedish event
1: yeah correct Stormcast player uh, golden boy he Golden was the winner boy. of uh, World Cup.
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, how, so how have you been? Representing you been?
1: Spain. I've been just fine. Uh, been uh, starting up a new business here that's going to focus up on uh, just hosting events.
0: Okay, amazing. So
1: I bought this venue where I am at now and still preparing it for future
0: so previously you had uh, like a clubhouse, right? Is it the same venue or you went and got a new venue?
1: No, I accidentally bought an other place uh, right next to the old one.
0: <laughs> I hate when I accidentally buy places. That really yeah. stresses me out.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on the top floor here now, I can have nine tables. Mm-hmm. I also built myself a little streaming booth, so Whoa! I can sit inside and commentate uh, games, which so I done do in Swedish. You've done a me? Yeah.
0: correct. Exciting, very exciting, that's good. Yeah. What's the uh, what's so... the venue called?
1: Uh, it's not called anything except the Looney Bin, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the company is Asylum Wargaming. Okay. So we have Doctor Psychos. We have a little medicine man running around here.
0: The, who's and the medicine uh, man? Is he your, Is he one of your partners?
1: Yeah, he's a good friend of me who helped me start this. Okay. Uh, but uh, the company in itself is just me that runs.
0: Okay. And what's the? Uh, and... and what's the? What's the? The purpose of the the company slash the venue.
1: To be able to host the best tournaments here in Sweden in the future.
0: Oh, very exciting. I love that. So,
1: that's the top floor on the bottom floor. For the moment being, since I can't host anything big, I decided to rent it out. So, I got an Italian wine, pasta, cheese importer.
0: Okay.
1: Who rents the downside now. So, we're going to have perfect lunches in the future as well instead of so a you're gonna, sloppy pizza.
0: You gonna have, have Warhammer events upstairs and ch- cheese and wine evenings for lunch. Is that what you did? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. I right, like That's good good yep. <laughs> is, is, is Would you say... I've met a lot of the Swedish lads, including you. Would you say uh, that you guys are on the kind of like the cheese and wine end of the spectrum? I feel like that's not really... Like,
1: he got no disrespect. Well. Huh? He got beer as well.
0: Oh, we got, got beer as well. All right, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, according to MJ Pegasus, this is the best small business combo I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of yeah. opening up a shop downstairs that sold uh, cargo shorts and black t-shirts. I yeah. thought, like, you could, you could do your kind of, like, monthly shopping that you need to do for clothes or your yearly shopping for clothes and at the same time go to your Warhammer event. I thought that that would be, like... Uh, the, the perfect combo <laughs> yeah uh, so um, uh, it sounds like a great idea obviously uh, yeah. sounds really fun um, what is it that led you to want to do something like this
1: uh, my love for the hobby okay uh, it's it's just amazing and also the community here in Sweden needs a place uh, where it's a sanctuary or a free haven And also, since I'm the owner of the facility, you can stay as long as you want after a tournament. Tournament, you don't have to go back to the hotel or leave the venue at a certain time.
0: Yeah, because normally, normally you do have to. There's like a there's a kick out time, isn't there? Most of the time. Correct.
1: Correct. Yeah. And here it's more or less like. On the Saturday evening, after the games are done, you just stay here. You drink, you sing karaoke till four in the morning. You bring an inflatable bed, and you can crash here in the venue.
0: Oh, perfect! Is it um so is located in Gothenburg? Am I right, or just outside Gothenburg?
1: No, outside of Stockholm.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: So south of Stockholm, about a forty minutes drive.
0: Uh, Boban in the chat asked, is it in Gothenburg? Is that how you sell that?
1: Gothenburg, no.
0: No, okay, that's how you say Gothenburg. <laughs> it's Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Gothenburg. <laughs> no,
1: it's okay. in uh, Jana, a small place uh, just south of Stockholm. Okay. That's why I bought it here, because it was a bit cheaper than buying it in Stockholm.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So, so you said you've got nine tables, so you can maximum have like eighteen players playing at an event. Is there, uh, what's, the, what's
1: the goal with the events? Goal for for the future, nine tables is just on the top floor.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: for the future, it's gonna be able to take twenty-five tables.
0: Okay, is that's the exciting. plan? Okay. Does that mean cheese and cheese and wine team have to leave? Is that what we're
1: hearing? It means that uh, in a year we might uh, redistribute the actual place they use okay. and have a cooperation between us because if we have events, they make money as well.
0: That's true. That's super true. Okay. So, that sounds cool. Yeah. So what so what sort of events are you thinking about holding? Uh,
1: my main focus is uh, Age of Sigmar, of course. That's what I burn for, but we have uh, other people that host 40k tournaments and such as well. And with this wine cheese dude as well, since I used to be a bartender, uh, we can arrange some cool trips, perhaps down to Italy, try to hook up with some painters or some players down there. And do a wine yard uh, tasting and... Also play some games of Warhammer when we go there. It's so classy. Uh, I was thinking the funny I... thing when he got here was that he had his chef with him, and the chef was like, "Oh, can I take some pictures? Because my friend back in Italy plays." Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <And> why? <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Uh, why? Why? Why don't we just set up a, a business between us between Sweden and, and England? Uh, where we just send uh, uh, Warhammer nerds on like wine tours um, slash like s- just adventures in Nottingham's got loads of like amazing real ale pubs uh, yeah. so we could just it we could just do kind of like a world tour this month lads we're going to Sweden this month we're going to in- next Italy Spain we'll just yeah. set up a little shop in every place that's the plan yeah yeah that works for me yeah
1: would be perfect.
0: Yeah, it would be perfect. That would be spot on. Uh... You know,
1: you're the designated driver, right? Since you don't drink.
0: I am the designated That's fine with me. That's I'm
1: designated okay. drunk, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an ale vlog. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, Gitli. Hope you're well. Hey, Bobbin. Um, if there's something that Scandinavians like, that there's beer... Uh, so yeah what sort of events uh, have you been cooking up have you been have you been planning was this like um a whim were you just kind of like you found a place or were you like do you know what i want to run certain styles of events and i'm gonna i'm gonna i need to find a place to put them on which is pretty much what happened with me in the super series i was like i need a place where everything's set up permanently so i can run the super series so what was your process
1: Uh, My process was that we host a long-term series here from the beginning, and that one we're going to keep though, King of the Asylum, it's called, Mm -hmm. where you play six separate episodes, like a one-day event, Mm -hmm. and you get a number of points depending on which place you got in them, and at the end of the season you get to count your three best results to the total. So it's a separate one-day tournament and also a long-term, like a league. Okay. Uh, And we needed a better place for that one. And also World Cup is going to come back whenever we can arrange that again. Thanks, Mm -hmm. COVID. And that one we aim to have 32 players in. And also... I hosted a double elimination tournament here. Like, it was played over a few weeks or a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And next up now is Swedish Championship, SM.
0: So so how does the Swedish Championships work?
1: Oh, that's a whole new story for us here. Because first off, uh, start of April 1st you get to play your games, start playing your games, and you are divided into different cities in Sweden where we know people play, or regions. And it's a mess, but you have from 1st of April till 26th of June to play the group stages. And after that, the two best in each group qualify for a playoff weekend here in Jana in the venue. So it's a qualifier, depending on where you live to make it to the grand final.
0: So, so what are the regions and and how do I get into like a, if I'm, I'm based in Sweden, how do I get into one of these regional groupings?
1: We have the big cities. So we have Stockholm, we have north and south. We also have Gothenburg. We have Malmö, we have Umeå where Fantasia Fanatic is, and they help out with this. We have Dalarna, which is more of a county than just a city. And also Västerås, which is also one of the bigger places here in Sweden that hosts a lot of 40k and Age of Sigmar tournaments. Okay. And Uppsala as well. Um, the lean shopping, Nor shopping, where y- Jonathan is based.
0: Mhm. Yeah. With with all the yaks and mooses. Yeah, I know where he is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that that is more like Umyo than lean shopping. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> spri- it's, spri- it's cool that uh, U- uh, wait, is it Umeå? Is that how it's saying? I've always been saying Ume. That must be wrong. Umeå. Is that right? Yeah. So it's Umeå. northern Sweden for, for everyone. A um, uh, bit is like so. When I was over in Sweden, Jonathan said to me, he said, he said he'd rather fly over to England than ever up that far north. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, do you think do you think that there's going to be a, a problem with the the geography of the country, like getting like, or is that why you broke it down into the regionals so you could do that's the regionals? Then, the, okay.
1: That's why it's broken down so somebody from Malmö doesn't have to go to Umeå to play for the group stages. So you qualify in your own home, pretty much. And you decide yourself with your opponent when you want to play the game and such. If you want to play at somebody's house or in the local uh, clubhouse or anything like that. And then you report the game and it goes into the system for scoring. Uh, The funniest part about this tournament is that you're not having one list. Okay. You get to submit two lists. It can be like, oh, I want to play one Stormcast and one Nighthaunt list. Or you can take two Seraphon lists if you want to be the asshole. And when you get to the table, first thing that happens is that you roll for mission. So it's not a predetermined Set of missions, mm-hmm. and after the mission is decided, both players put one list face down or hidden on the table and reveal at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, what, what's the, what's the purpose of the two list setup? What are you hoping to achieve by, by changing it in that way?
1: Uh, I'm hoping it will be more. Flexible for certain players, since it's Swedish Championship, you really need to be on point. Which which list plays what mission, and also you know what to armies your opponent has, and you can either counter counter list or you can counter mission.
0: Okay, okay, and are you uh, so, and you are you hoping it will create list diversity? Or, do you, or like, li, like army diversity or do you think people are generally spec into like two kind of like over-the-top lists? Because like, I can so, th- choose them from two different factions, right?
1: Yeah, you can. I hope we will see a diversity of lists. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, I know that this list might counter the Seraphon or Siege because it's MSU or whatever. Uh, And you go for that and you play the mission with that list instead of uh, just the normal, like I'm bringing Fangs or Dracothian or I'm bringing Siege. If you know your opponent has two lists, one of them might be a hard counter to that.
0: Yes. Yes. I think I think uh, I think at the minute one of the things that's most interesting. So, did you happen to catch the TTS AOS World's uh, kind of like faction breakdown? Did you happen to see that?
1: No, I missed that one.
0: Okay, so me and me and Adam are going to be talking on the show about it all of tomorrow. So tomorrow, twelve o'clock, eh? same time as today. If You guys want to tune in? Eh? Um, one of the things, uh, and thanks to uh, Dejnar, I hope I said that right in the chat, uh, for linking Asylum War Gaming. So there'll be a link, and we will include a link in the show notes if you guys want to go check it out um one of the things that we've seen there is they made it so that players had to choose uh so that it's teams of four so teams of four and you had to end up with um uh, uh, one player had to take one faction from one grand alliance so you had one death army one chaos army and it was not pretty it was like all seraphon and the next one's like all zinch uh, next, do you know what I mean? Like, so that there's not that sort of. I think what would be maybe quite interesting would be this is not no criticisms, just thinking it through. Is I feel like <laughs> my in, initial thoughts were like, well, I'll take I'm going to take Zinch or eels. Or I'm going to take Seraphon and eels. That's going to be my that's my combo because I feel like I deal with absolutely everything in that combo because they're just flying so high competitively at the minute that that would be my like go to. You never know that could be absolutely wrong, but that's kind of like my, my initial brain went straight to there like if i was playing yeah. with if i was playing with seraphon i sometimes oh, i wish i had eels and if i was playing with eels, sometimes i wish i had seraphon if i could choose between the two i think um maybe i would because i think one of the things about promoting diversity which we've seen loads of like like this so there's this with the two list combo i love that it's a great idea there's like there's comp where you make it so you can only choose certain things in teams also interesting And I think that there's also uh, like that we've had things like the Bands with the Super Series. We've also had like the Fat Middle from Owen. I think as a community, we're doing a really great job of like learning together, putting things on and being like, I wonder how that goes. So like, no, there's no criticism. I'm just kind of like thinking it through and being like, Mm. is that something you've thought about? Or is it something like you're going to look at? You're going to see how the first one goes and then maybe look at it for next time.
1: I'm going to see how this one goes and improve and evolve till next time. Uh, this is also like it's hosted in certain times, so it's a bit rough to actually meet up with other people and talk it through like that. Of course. Uh, but the thing I think will be the most difficult for people when they build a list is even if you build a Seraphon or the Eels, mm-hmm. what happens when you come up on places of Arkin power?
0: I th- I think it's, it's not. A- yeah,
1: yeah. it's not their strongest side in any way because every mission is randomized and that that's the fun part I think to choose an army based on the mission not on on the list itself
0: okay. Yeah, super fair. It's just been it's a really good conversation that like, I've been having a lot of the minutes. I've been also, uh, Sunday nights, I've also been discussing with the 40K guys. So there's been some uh, World Team Championships, 40K, scrims, and they've been doing like eight-man teams and been doing bands. And me, Neil, and Tom had a really good conversation about that. I think we're all like 40K, Age of Sigmar, different, pl- Sweden, England, Australia, everyone is like, I wonder how we can best promote like diversity across the the game, I think that's something yeah. we're all really interested in as a community, uh, because that's what we want to see. We want to see like creative lists, and we want to see stuff. And sometimes we're really grinding against the system that is Age of Sigmar, right? Like or against the system that's 40k. It's just like I really want to see some tau lists for some reason, or I really, I really, really want to see some silvermith lists. like, well, you won't because they don't count or anything. Um, so that kind of, I think it's all very, very interesting. So I'm excited about that. So the group stages. Is two lists and then that's played over a period of time and then the local organizers are set up to do their own organizing is that the plan
1: now it's up to you as a player to actually you get a like phone number to everybody that plays in your group and you decide when you want to play the game and you have 12 weeks to compete and if you're three to five players in a group you will play each other twice and if you're six till ten players, you play each other once.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. I get that. I get that. Have you? Uh, and then at the finals, there's been a burning hot question in the chat, so I've got to ask it. At the finals, is your plan to let people use two lists? Or is that not the, yeah. the plan? It, yeah.
1: It's going to be the same there as well. So, uh, Except we have two players that are going to get to choose one list. Uh, Up in Umeå, they have a Fantasia Quarantine Fanatic as well. The winner of that will get a ticket to the final weekend as well. Okay. But he only gets to play the list he won that tournament with. And also from everybody that is knocked out in the group stage, we're going to spin the wheel and one wild card will arrive.
0: Oh, Okay, that sounds fun. So
1: even if a place came last in your own qualifier you still have the chance to get one free ticket and then you get to pick one of your two lists.
0: Okay, very interesting. So you're locked it you're locked in over a certain amount of time. So so from yeah. start to finish, how long how long will the process take?
1: Uh twenty f- twelve weeks from start to finish with the group stage and then the final weekend will be whenever we're allowed to host a bigger went again thanks to COVID. Okay. So, either August, September, October, November, depending on when everything gets
0: goes back, gets better.
1: It? Yeah, it yeah. gets
0: better, it goes back to normal, whatever whatever terms everyone wants to use at the moment because there's so many different ways of breaking it down. How is uh, the situation over there in Sweden at the minute? Are you well? How's everyone doing?
1: Uh, I think everyone is well, pretty much. Everybody's whining about the corona, uh, like every other country, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, well, I mean, Swedish people don't like to see other people anyway, so stay home, (laughs) be safe. Good. Everything we're a bit sad about is that the pubs close at 8 in the evening, which is boohoo for people who want to drink.
0: What if I told you our our pubs
1: hadn't been open for six months? Well, you're sober anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I am but I still miss pubs yeah. let me tell you all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think uh, when the pubs open they're going to have a roaring trade in the UK I think that's the uh, the the super thing um yeah. uh yes Chris I also miss pubs and I can't wait to go to the pub with you after this uh Chris was saying it sounds like an awesome event that's super fun um I'm obviously very excited to keep uh, abreast of it where can I like keep up with um Where can I keep up with what's happening with the event?
1: Uh, Asylumwargaming.se in the future. Or Asylum Wargaming on uh, Facebook. It's a closed group since I don't know how the fuck to open it up after you've done that. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Or you're not allowed to open it up for the common people. But just (laughs) join it and you can keep track there. It's also... Everything is pretty much in Swedish, but I'm going to try and translate as well, if we have the interest for it.
0: Well, so, I mean, it's it's funny, right? Because you and I run parallel venues, basically. So we we could potentially do something like that here in the UK as well. Um, yeah. Uh, like, so that would be really fun. Although, uh, based on the UK events calendar at this point, um, I'm going to be at eight events every weekend for the entire of the last half of the year, apparently, if we open back up, because it's looking pretty... <laughs> It's like <laughs> every day someone's like if you uh if you, you put this date i was like 18 times and they're like well add it to 19 it seems like there's gonna be a lot of events which is genuinely quite exciting um obviously yeah. like there's still i mean it gets every i mean everyone's excited i think but i think ultimately we all it's like i'm trying too hard it's a personal sort of thing i'm trying i'm not trying too hard to get myself too excited just in case just in case yeah. it all goes, it all goes super wrong because I don't think I could handle that that blow if it did happen. Um, so that's pretty rough. Are you are you are you okay? You comfortable if if it takes a bit longer for you guys to open up? Like you, you're right with that.
1: Yeah, I'm just fine with that. Uh, I quit working in a bar here in Mars last year, so mm. I'm quite happy. <laughs> I mean, I would be the worst bartender ever during these times, since I'm easily annoyed by drunk people who can't follow directions. Like, I know those girls over there are pretty, but you're allowed to sit at your table, not with them, every five minutes. And then I have to pull you by your ear and drag you out of the pub. (laughs) I think it, yeah I think
0: uh, I think, I think no one who listens to this show is it has any intent to be rude when but when we do get back to normal life I think we should be super conscious of the people uh, working in pubs and restaurants and cafes and stuff because uh, they deserve loads of love and affection uh, because yeah. most of them if not all of them will have been unemployed for this time so I think that's going to be a, an interesting time for us all um, and I'm, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that I think also my tolerance of people maybe has lowered significantly. Uh, over yep. the past year, I don't know how everyone else is feeling. Um, that's how I feel, so I'm a little bit conscious of that. And I also think um, that I'm a little bit concerned that I'll get very burnt out being around that many people like for that long. I don't know about you, like feel quite like um, it's sometimes it can be taxing anyway, right? Being in like a social environment for a while, and I think like I've I, like I've lost the ability, like the callus that had built up on my soul. You know, after, like, like that's why I think I'm going to do one-day tournaments for a good long while. Because like, two days feels like a long time.
1: <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh... I mean, uh, I'm actually feeling a bit sad for Ireland because St. Patrick's here in a week. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know, are they allowed to go out on the street or have the big parade or anything? No, I don't think so.
0: No, I think I don't think so either. I think that generally, uh, from everything I've spoken about with the Irish lads, they seem like everything's like it's like not the best, but I think they're okay with the fact that it's going to be what it is. Um, we're coming up to. It kind of reminds me. If anyone's interested, uh, we're coming up to the Stream Street first birthday. So uh, the twenty Sunday, Sunday the twenty first. If you guys want to put it in your calendar of March. We're going to be doing a whole day stream, 12, so midday, normal time, till 10pm at night. Uh, And I'm booking in a whole bunch of special guests for the whole day, which is going to be super fun. Uh, So that'll be our first birthday party, where we'll have been doing it for an entire year um, of of lockdown over here. So every day for a year. So that's going to be super fun. Uh, So that's the 21st of March. I just thought I'd bring that up for people now. Um, as i only really like sorted out some of the event details yesterday which is fun are we having a parade no we could do (laughs) we could have a parade (laughs) from our house um which would be good
1: (laughs) um and And we we are doing a little nasty stream here on saturday i think okay uh will, my friend, had the great idea that we should have six people playing and a stream going where you have to do a challenge in between battle routes. Okay. And he bought some Carolina Reaper pepper and other nasty peppers.
0: So what's happening? So what's happening? There's a, there's an Sigmar event with 6 people. Is that what you've got happening?
1: Yeah, we we're we just going to play and have some fun, but in between battle rounds you either have to take the the Reaper pepper or something like that. And if you don't, you can buy yourself free from it, but it's going to the opponent is going to decide who takes the turn and you won't get any command points and things like that. Right. And also, you get to buy a pack of milk for like 200 Swedish crowns or 20 pounds, mm-hmm. which will go to different things here in the venue, either books or train or anything like that. <laughs>
0: so so you're, you're intentionally poisoning people with Carolina Reaper peppers. yeah? <laughs> this wasn't my
1: idea. This was your Will. I'm... I'm just supporting it because I like to see the pain in people. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: um, I would say that I think one of the... Uh, shouldn't we do something out of the order of what Tristan said? Everyone goes streaking on Sunday. That's the idea. Uh, but we should do something different than we normally do, which is the same thing we do every day. Um, yeah, I would... Uh, <laughs> I would, uh, I would say that that's a fascinating event. Uh, Twitch chat, how would you feel about going to an event where if you lost the priority roll, you had to eat a spicy pepper? Uh, or if you win the priority roll, right? Because so, it's meant to be a double-edged sword. I win the priority roll. Um, but no, if no, I no. Take...
1: Uh, If you don't do the pepper in between battle rounds, you automatically lose the priority roll. Wow. Wow. That would be really intense. Um, and maybe different
0: spice-level peppers. So round one, pretty chill. No problem. Like you both do it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so there's a there's a kind of conversation where it's like, how like, am I going in super quick, turn one, so I don't have to get to turn five and eat that pepper, or like, Mm. that's pretty bold.
1: Um, And uh, my best friend Thomas actually signed up his nine year old son for this event. Which uh, I mean, he he plays Lanesh, so it's understandable. Mm. He collects depravity in a bunch at home. He can be like to his son: "You get twenty kronas if you eat this one, and it's gonna be some spicy habanero sausage, of some kind."
0: <laughs> I like that. Just really, just make that kid like strong as hell. We were like fifteen oh, yeah. years old, and they were like. They were like, we're going to abuse you at school. He's like, you can't abuse me. I'm indestructible." Yeah. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs>
1: um, his son uh, is also the youngest player to compete in Swedish Championship. He's nine, I think, or ten now. Yeah. And oh, wait, he's, he's sorry, gonna, say, that, say that again. He's the youngest one to participate in Swedish Championship. He's nine years old and plays really good for his age.
0: Okay. So can I tell you about um, that? I mean, that's that's super exciting. Like, I love it when there are kids playing like at the different events, right? Because actually, that, that brings me up to a conversation <laughs> as a TO and as someone with a venue, and as a TO and someone with a venue. I feel like this is a conversation actually, which came up over the past couple of days. And one of those things that's re- I'm really conscious of is what can I do being a venue owner and a TO to help promote like diversity, whether it be like, like do I ho- host like a like a like a kids tournament, you know? do I do that for, for kids and like, do we host like, a uh, am I, I, pretty set on the idea. We're going to, um, we're going to do a, a, a ladies only tournament here, but we're going to have a lady run it. And then we're going to have a whole lady mm. crew crew it. So like, and then I'm just going to give the venue away for free for the day, basically. And then, and then just, cool. just let that happen. Um, I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in. But I think one of those things that really interesting, especially only in a smaller venue, you just kind of say to yourself, what can I do to help? Or like, or am I like forcing the issue that doesn't need to be forced? It's an interesting one that came up recently. And I don't know if you've had any thoughts about it, or there's been any conversations over there.
1: Uh, we haven't talked about that one. We don't have that many girls that play. We have a lot of girls that do hobbing, like painting really good and such. But I I think Liara and one or two more are the only ones that go to tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much. Uh, as far as I know. I would love to see more girls come in and play tournaments and also if they would like to have a separate tournament they would be more than welcome to have my venue for it mm-hmm. just to promote and i think the average age of us that is in this venue is around 33 and have two kids each
0: mm-hmm. more or less so hammer. we have
1: a good f- dad hammer mm-hmm. so we have a good future coming up but they are a bit too young at the moment to play but they are here just playing with the miniatures and having fun with that and everything that's in the venue here is also if you want to borrow an army or do anything you are more than welcome to borrow and test play and such
0: yeah i think i think that's a i think that's a really great idea i just it's one of those things that came up in conversation in a random chat a few days ago and then now because i think there's so much similarity between where you and me are over the next few years uh, the conversation and again i got a few message about it last night i got some youtube comments um, and just and constantly getting asked that question, I've got to ask myself, what am I going to do? Like, what's my plan? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, I, like, and, you know, and, and sometimes you feel like as a bloke, it's not your part of the conversation. And sometimes you feel like I'm trying to force something maybe that's not there. Like, who knows? But like, it's constantly something that comes up. So try, trying to do something about it, it doesn't mean I have to succeed. But trying to do something about it, I think, would be would be a positive around the world. And I think it's, especially with kids, like, so I was doing uh, support for a college yesterday. So uh, there's a local college and they were doing a game development course, basically. And they had to design a game in a day. Um, Super cool, super cool. And I was like a supporting person basically yeah. which was obviously terrible because i'm a terrible supporter uh but like i was there trying my hardest uh and it made me think about like the next generation and being conscious like how can you get those people in and obviously like having the venue with the streaming booth what can i do to get like uh, some young people in who like can practice commentating from early and they could be like the next generation of people involved and that's always something yeah. that's conscious to me so it's nice you've already thought about it as well yeah. um, because i think that's something we always think about right
1: Yeah, absolutely. Here, let me show you the venue a little quickly as well. We have the cigar and whiskey corner.
0: Wow, a cigar and whiskey corner. We don't have that. We should get that.
1: We also going to have the 3D printing station over here. Okay. toilets, a small kitchen, and then we have Some shelves for armies, Uh, some are on the tables, and some are in the storage area up there as well. Mm -hmm. And then we have five tables up here at the moment. And over there is my small streaming booth with a window straight out to the streaming table. (laughs) Good. It looks good. It looks lovely. Yeah.
0: It looks lovely, and so, outside the window is exactly how I think Sweden should look. So that's yeah, perfect. it's a bit snow outside now. That's so spot on. That's exactly what I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Started snowing here yesterday again. So
0: um, they are doing that things right in Sweden. Cigar area and cheese and wine downstairs. in manchild, I know. I'm actually now we got a bar installed with some real ales which I was very yeah. excited about. So uh, we've got a bar in the TSM Arena with real ales from a local bar. Uh, not from yeah. a local bar, sorry, a local brewery. Amazing people. Big shout out to Tom. He brought us a crate. We have Nordic-themed ales uh, with, uh, like, molniers, like, ale. And, like, uh, they, they look amazing. I'll send you some pictures. They look great. Uh, so really excited about about that. But no cheese. I need a cheese. I need a cheese, a like, sort of, like, version that's something they need to add. Uh, we're not She's I mean,
1: to... spread and a little bit of meat to that as well. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all you need. Let me yeah. just see what the chat is saying. Uh, Pete was I helping them develop the narrative. That's all I helped them with, obviously. Um, uh, hey, HMS Bankston, my son would love to play against other kids. 12, seriously. I think that there's. We never talk about that a lot. I don't think. I think there are a bunch of young people, but no one's putting on young people events. Um, specifically for the young people and advertising to them, because um, <coughs> obviously you've got Warhammer World and young people are like allowed to go to Warhammer World, but the independent event scene, very much not something that's out there. But like, when, if you I were like, if you were into... see... go on.
1: Oh, sorry, uh, I would love to see a two-generation tournament: father and son, or father-daughter, or mother-daughter, or mother-son, or whatever. Like yeah. you played. Two two on two, and you have a thousand points each, somehow.
0: I think, though, like, I I get it. Like, like, you know, like, all the the dads that take their kids to go play football or go take them to go do the sport. I think There's a whole bunch of, like, (coughs) parents who, who, who love their kids and want to support them, but they don't want to do the thing. I can completely understand it. They're like, right, my kid's obsessed with these models. Right, cool send them to the tournament i don't know like it just got me thinking about yesterday there's no one who puts on events for young people there so there are school leagues for the so i don't know if they do do they do that over there because we so in england because games workshops here we have school leagues which games workshop supports i don't know if they do that in sweden
1: they support all over the world i think with the school leagues but some teacher has to like take it up
0: okay yeah, I didn't know that. Like, okay, well, that's great. That's great. But, you know, like, when you're not in a school league, or, I don't know. I just think it's something available. Like, especially... Because we always say, if you ever hear the classic story, I got into Warhammer and then I got out of it. I think it's because by about the age where you get your own agency, like 15, 16, let's say. Yeah. And I'm picking an age. Like, there's nowhere for you to take that. Like, whereas if you're, like, doing i know magic the gathering you could take yourself off to magic the gathering tournaments and uh, and that other stuff i just don't know if that's available like now i know in northern ireland and ireland uh, and also in australia and maybe in loads of other places as well but australia there's a couple of young people who play with their parents when there are big events and they kick ass and they're brilliant and then northern ireland the same um uh, you got colin's son you got little chris you got some like youngins coming through and and being pretty deadly um but you know like, something where they can meet people of their own age would be something quite cool, I think. I don't know. As an adult, I'm thinking it through, but I'm not sure.
1: Sounds great, but I I think one of the biggest problems at the moment is that you need to do tabletop simulating for them, because they are in that, that age, or that... I mean, everybody grows up with an iPad in their hands at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, Do you think that there won't be a new generation of Warhammer players because they all play computer games?
1: I'm afraid that we're going to lose a lot of them unless something happens uh, like they need to have some kind of game that's connected to Warhammer the model game from computer. You have Total War for example that yeah. might be the future entry gate into playing the tabletop game as well
0: yeah, I think, I think like, being exposed to the IP, like, so whether it be films and TV in the future, like cartoon series and films, will be a way for, like, um, uh, like them. And, I, like, I, I think, like, you know, I think it's one of those, who, do, who was I speaking to earlier in the week? Oh, God, it's been a long week, I'm so sorry. I was speaking to someone last week, and I was like, how did you get into the hobby? And they were like, I just saw it in a window, and it was like, bosh that's how I was in like it just like was a gene that just clicked with me I'm so sorry I forgot who I was talking to um uh but anyway don't know what day it was even but they were like that that was me bump I was done and then never be involved in the hobby at all and I think like maybe that there aren't maybe it's like me I'm thinking oh there are loads of young people out there who want to go to tournaments and don't have somewhere to go and maybe there just isn't maybe there just isn't and it's something you kind of get to as you get to kind of like your mid-20s and your 30s that's something that you more you find when you're a bit older We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, We can almost field an under-16 team, says Pete, uh, that would be genuinely scared to play against. So, yeah, over in Northern Ireland, they've got, like, a great uh, group. RoboSaber, thank you for resubscribing. Uh, Plymouth Troll says, genuinely think more children are playing Warhammer now as the stigma of being a nerd is going away slowly. I would agree with that as well. That feels like that's a thing. Um, I would say that, like, because they're very translatable, right? Computer games... A lot of it's on Twitch, they're watching people play games and I think it's not a big leap to go from like, like you say, Total War to, ah, oh, are there miniatures for that or something? 3D printing, mm. D&D has got loads of 3D miniatures in I think actually, the rise of D&D has led a lot of people to think about 3D minis and then move into Warhammer I think that's been a thing um, yeah. which has been quite interesting Yeah. Um, Militant Snowflake says I actually think the social and tactile part of Warhammer is what makes it different and cooler for kids yeah, so actually, that's something I said, actually. I said yesterday, and I don't know if you feel the same, having spent so much time in front of screens over the past year, I'm so invested in how tactile Warhammer is and how much I'm like physically doing stuff. And when I go meet my friends and roll dice, that like actually, it's nice to get all the screen time you could ever want, but it's it's I, if I could give up the screens or go and do stuff in real life, I'd go and do stuff in real life like all day and absolutely I think, absolutely so but, i think events but the big question for
1: that is like i think we're gonna have an upswing after corona goes away and you can start arranging things again mm-hmm. it's gonna be like people just want to meet other people and every tournament is gonna get full fully booked as soon as it opens pretty much mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. give it a year after that again and we might st- stagnate again and see where it goes.
0: See, I don't agree. I think, I think, like Born Again Manchild says. Uh, so, I, like, so we'll ignore COVID for a moment. Actually, I'm like uh, of a of a group of people who grew up playing computer games from a very early age, like not in my like fives and sixes, but like from like my mid-teens, and then through my whole life, like consoles or PC or whatever the situation, loads and loads and loads of gaming on screens uh, and reading books. But then when I found Warhammer, it's like I play I still play computer games sometimes, but the tactile nature of it is the thing that draws me like I'm going to go see my friends. I'm going to get things out. I think it I think it's like instinctive. I know, maybe this is too high minded and I'm just such a twat for saying it, but I think it's instinctively human. It's something that you like you want to do. You want to go and meet people. I mean, if you even think about like live coverage for esports, instead of just they could just get the team over there and the team over there and the them in. Well, those oh, yeah. technical issues but they bring everyone together and there's a crowd the crowd is the most insane thing you're watching two teams of five people just sitting at a computer uh, and there's a uh, fucking auditorium say. of people like and so I think like the tactile nature actually is like I think Warhammer will get more popular, not less popular
1: uh, I think so too but the big question is is it gonna get more popular for people our own age or the younger people? Right, yeah, that's a good point. That's the big part. Like, it's so easy for a kid to actually stay in touch with his friends from a really early age through an iPad or a phone or a computer. And Mm. they are not, like, as socially placed from a young age to, like, actually be able to go out and meet people. I mean, when I was seven, I had to go walk, knock on my friend's door to see if he could come out and play. (laughs) it wasn't like easy to just pick the phone up and uh, nobody answers the phone, nobody had a phone or something like that so for us that's about 25 up to the 35 it's going to be a lot easier to actually go out see people have a beer afterwards but for people that's aged like 8 to 14 Mm. when they start to play is it easy to actually go over to your friend's house, house, bring your models and everything.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. I like, And I just, I just do wonder about like what local venue owners and local TOs can genuinely do. Like, because, like, I mean, you don't have to do anything, right? We could all just like, be like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> fuck them kids. You grow yeah. up and you learn the lesson that life is unfair, you jerks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it could also be something that we all think about, which I think is really valuable. Like One of the things that I really like, actually, so the Bad Moon Cafe down in London, um, they've got a really nice cafe, like really, really nice where the parents could definitely, like, if you and me had kids, let's say, and they wanted to both play Warhammer, you and me could go in the cafe, we could hang out ourselves, I mean, we'd probably just go play a war game a game of Warhammer next to it. <laughs> but yeah. if we weren't interested, you could just drop the kids off, they play the game, you can sit in the cafe, because they've got this cafe section, and you're just good, I think it's a really good system, and a really nice setup, um, okay. and I'd like to see that more, but obviously making it like commercially viable, I guess that's a really hard part for people in some cases, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I, 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 yeah, anyway. Anyway, we, we've talked about that a bunch, but I think there's loads to do. And I think the more the more places like your place that you're setting up, the TSN Arena, because in Nottingham, you can definitely just go to Warhammer World, but again, you're just left to your own devices. You've got to monitor yeah. your kid. There's no one there. I feel like smaller venues can be more of like a local community hub, which is slightly yeah. more important, I think, for people. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, no. what's everyone saying? Uh, Alliance open. I agree with Yesper's opinion. Kids are not encouraged by today's technology to, to actually go out. We need to encourage them as parents, friends, and people of the hobby. But I think that will happen, right? Because you will yeah, do that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but one other, the Plymouth Trollslayers. Uh, children need to have armies that they can borrow. As Warhammer is expensive, which is true, and that's where, like my venue at least, we have like maybe twenty armies of four thousand points in the future here. Uh, when we have every model here again or painted them (laughs) Uh, and it's free to borrow like it doesn't cost anything to borrow the models to play a game or to learn the game then you can decide from there
0: yeah that's one of that's one of our goals here uh, eventually as well would be to have uh, every model for every army available here in the venue uh, yeah. mainly for people traveling for things like the super series so you don't have to bring x uh, or so they don't end up putting like some plague bearers from one army with bellicore from another army and then like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but i think i think that would be quite cool as well uh to have it for local venues and have it so people can borrow things and rent them out uh, i think that would be that would be super useful uh, but that's a lot of painting to do. How are you getting around painting that? Or are you just working super hard? You painting every bit, or are they just all your armies? There you are. Gray plastic.
1: <laughs> Gray plastic. <laughs> I hate to paint. It's my nightmare is painting. I don't know why I even started with this hobby because it's a nightmare for me to pick up my pencil and paint. Uh, luckily for me, I got a few people here that loves to paint and that's really good at it, so it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, if you ever need to borrow a Silver Death Army for the T-Sports event, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I appreciate you. I've got one. I've got one. I've got a huge uh, Silver Death Army. It's not my fault. they suck. Um, uh, Sorry again, says that- I do worry that things would be stolen. Do you think that's an issue? I feel that that's that's probably not fair
1: nah I don't think so I'm more afraid that things might be broken when people start drinking <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: you've have got some big-handed luxes over there definitely <laughs>
1: like... <laughs> yeah. or when me and you will try to fit something and like nothing is gonna happen and then we drop some things straight onto the armies yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's that's my biggest concern. I don't know about anyone else, but some of the models that came out recently—I don't know if you saw the new Bellicor and what you thought of him. Um, you liked it,
1: big fan? Yeah, loved it. Uh, I love the fact that they stuck to the original piece, but just made him uh, full of steroids.
0: Yeah, he made him big. He made him big, but I do wonder how long those uh, chains on the wings are going to survive uh, on a, on the model. Not long, not, I think. Not long. No, <laughs> <Not long. laughs> I also think I also think that there are so many pristine lumineth armies right now with loads of spears and in a year's time there's just gonna be a loads of loads of lumineth with half a spear. Like fucking yeah. loads of them.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I mean the 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 design of models is getting insanely good. Right. But it's also getting insanely fragile
0: yes yeah yeah
1: i know you yeah, will yeah. for example he already took the spears and cut them down in half uh, and glued them back together because you can't move those models around like they are
0: yeah you can't you can't you can, you have to base you're gonna have to basically move them backwards which will look really unimmersive i think they yes. should give you an option to stick them upright i think yeah that should absolutely be but um uh, the design for the Lumeneth is, from a practical perspective, atrocious, says Alliance Open. Agreed, with all of my heart. And also, really nice to see you, Alliance Open. Big love to you guys, uh, you brilliant people. So, really happy to see you in the chat. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, alright, so has anyone anyone got any questions for Jesper before we head out for today? Uh, it's been lovely. Me and Adam, like I talked about, are going to be doing a breakdown of the list that we've seen at the AOS TTS World Championships. And then Friday, this week, me and... Um, uh, we're going to be going through the lists for the Vic GT, which is an Australian real person event, uh, so that'll be fun to do. Uh, so looking forward to that. I uh, oh, thanks the lion's open. big love. Uh, hey Tom Butters. Uh, what's the question in the chat? Uh, no, there's no questions. Okay, well, how did you get so sexy? That's my main question, yes, uh
1: beer, <laughs> rum and whiskey. <laughs>
0: that works that And works. tattoos
1: which you've seen.
0: I, all of them, uh, I, most of them, yeah. I think. Oh, uh, not
1: really. I actually made Nagash onto my thigh hair last week.
0: Really? You got Nagash tattooed on your
1: thigh? Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. You wanna see? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you've seen everything. <laughs> but else, I tell you but... what. I tell you what. When we are able to travel again, I'm coming over, and that's a fact. I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, so it's going to be super fun. All you fellas over there are so good, and uh, I miss you all. Time. really. again? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Like, I'm going to do like a tour. I'm just not going to. I'm. I'm just going to live in a suitcase and be a Warhammer event. So that's the plan, basically. I don't know yeah. if English people are even allowed to go to Sweden anymore, but I'll find out and I'll
1: like bust. The well, your 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 fucking virus mutation got here, so you're all welcome anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not my virus mutation. It's the Londoners. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah see you guys that's your fault um all right well listen it's been lovely talking to you thank you very much um and uh listen i'm honestly really excited to find out about everything that's going on with the events and the venue so like you let us know what's happening and we're going to talk about it on the show and and, and big it up to the world so and if you are local Uh to there and you want to get in touch with jesper we'll include the links in the show notes so you guys should get involved in that it's been lovely talking to you all today very much enjoyed it. Don't forget, we've got two shows tomorrow. Me and the 40k boys in the evening, and then a show about the worlds tomorrow. It's going to be super good. Uh, thanks, Jesper. You got any shout-outs before we go? Yeah, any absolutely. Any
1: I got two of them, or three, actually. Uh, Fantasia Fanatic up north, uh, thank you a lot for the assistance in everything we do. Joel as well, who helps me run everything here, pretty much, and has a lot of good ideas. And also, Thomas, my best friend, wouldn't have done anything without him as well.
0: See, that's nice. Good. All right, yes. lovely. I'm into that. Twitch chat, you're my shout out as always. Podcast bros, you're my second shout out. Love you tons. Thanks for being here. Thank you for supporting us on the Oswald Gamer. Patreon, uh, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.